We shall fight on the seas and oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. And if, which I do not for a moment believe, this island or a large part of it was subjugated and starving, then our empire beyond the seas, armed and guarded by the British fleet, would carry on the struggle until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of the old. The Heat Army Podcast Live is brought to you in association with Trade Print Solutions, bringing you all your printing needs for your business, whether it be big or small. This podcast is fully interactive and we'd love to hear all of your thoughts and views and you can do so in a number of ways. You can do it via Twitter, Facebook and on our chat facility. podcast is here to bring you all the gated news for gated fans by the fans we hope to get club interviews when we can here and there and also we like to talk to fans throughout the season whether it be about the ups and downs and the ins and outs of what's happening on and off the pitch surrounding this lovely club that we call gated football club Hello, welcome to the Heed Army Podcast Live. It's Valentine's Day. Did you get any cards? Did you send any in? Frankly, we just don't care. Um, but we are going to spread the love of Gator today. So um, just let us know at some point throughout the show um, what it is about Gator Football Club that you love. I haven't told Mickey and um, Andrew this because I'm going to spring it on them. They've got to tell us what it is that they love about Gator Football Club. So hashtag love GFC. We'll use that, and uh, Andrew is fully into Twitter corner already, and he's um, going to be sending out tweets throughout the show for when we change topic. Um, so you may have noticed uh, this is the second week we are got new, the new promo. Uh, we are sponsored by Trade Pin Solutions now, and um, we are going to change the show a little bit. Um, we are scrapping the Titheed quiz. It's going to be changed to the podcast quiz. Rebranding. Rebranding, because um, after last week's show, we spoke to Richard Bennett, about possibly um, having club interviews and the conversation that we had was very promising we're not going to go into detail because um, things haven't been um, finalised yet but we should be getting more content from the club and um, what we've been wanting to do for a while is we've we've mentioned it about getting um, interviews with the club or content from the club because we want to make the podcast we're not professional we're never going to be having the the production values of uh, full-time radio but we want to take it to a certain standard and i think to 
to be able to do that, we've got to present ourselves in a way that befits having the content from the club as well. So we're still going to have a laugh and a joke, but um, we want to you know, emphasise that we're going to have a bit more content on the show from In the other club. words, I've been censored. Yes, we're going to keep Mickey quiet. Um, but plenty to talk about tonight. Of, you know, unfortunately, the 4 0 away defeat to Dover yesterday. I didn't, well, I found out there was some radio commentary uh, by half time, but we're 3 0 down, and I didn't fancy putting myself through it, to be honest. I'll hold my hands up. Um, also, a preview in the Eastley game. Um, we've also got news about a guest that is going to be on the show next week as well. And uh, also, FA Trophy news. We do have, um, well, we know who we're playing in the quarterfinals. We are away to Halifax Town. You could have, well, we said, didn't we, before the, when the draw was made, you could write what was going to happen. Uh, mm. Neil Aspen coming up against the team he started off as manager with at the beginning of this season. So lots to talk about. And also news about the FA Trophy final. We're not getting ahead of ourselves, just something that's happening on the day. And we'll be talking about that as well. So, uh, Mickey and Andrew, uh, how do you feel after yesterday's result? Obviously, I know neither as we were at the game, uh, but... Hardly happy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just I didn't know much about the game because I was at work plus BBC Radio Newcastle New Sunderland won early game Newcastle were the late game so there was absolutely nothing in between yeah uh, well. I think what disappointed me the most I mean I saw the team news come out about half two-ish and I looked at the team and I texted me brother I said that's a very good team we've got out today mm-hmm. very very good we had Gillies back on the side we had Chandler on the bench um, we had Hamilton, Hamilton starting, which was good to see. Yep. Um, but I don't know. It just maybe they didn't turn up. Don't know what it is. Um, I know Simon Lowry who was down there, put on Facebook. Um, my foot, I got a bit lost. He was a bit of a passenger, and, and which isn't like him. Yeah. Um, of late, anyway. Of late, yeah. Um, but I mean, maybe Dover done extensive research on them. I just no, think Dover's a good side. They are, yeah. they are. They're up, they've been up there all season, and I guess that's why. Um, we've got a few messages coming. Dan Bell, evening lads. Good about the defeat yesterday, but fair play to Dover. A very good side. Hopefully ba- bounce back uh, with four points from Eastleigh and Aldershot will do me fine. Well, we'll talk about the Eastleigh game coming up. Um, as I say, just looking at the league table, um, you know... It, Dover are currently sitting fifth in the playoff spots. We're only four points off there. Um, but as we said last week, we're not going to get carried away. We've got to take each game as it comes. If we win on Tuesday, we can find ourselves one point. Well, if results go away, one point outside the uh, playoff positions. But I think it's just we've just got to take each game as it comes. It, it, it's that classic saying. I know it's a pun, but for us, we, we found out last week the club's thoughts that it'd be an added bonus if we get close this year but um, the building for the season after and I think that's after yesterday's result maybe, was that a wake-up call do you think? I mean, looking at the at the uh, table as well, if you look at our goal difference it's not it's not good to see minus seven when we've got the likes of Lincoln, Wogan, Wrexham who, who are at least six and above yeah. We're minus it's seven. Mm-hmm. We, it's, having a minus goal difference up there is like, may as well take a point off. Yeah. Maybe uh, it's two. It's and we know from past experience, goal difference comes in very, very handy. Oh, I mean, does it not? When yeah. we survived relegation a few seasons ago with Daryl Clare, I bring him up again because yeah. I <laughs> love the bloke. But yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, how, how vital goal difference is to, to teams in this league. It certainly is. Now, keep your messages coming in on the chat facility. I believe we've got one on Twitter already. Yes, um, James Galland has tweeted saying, Evening lads, Barcelona are 2-1 up. They are the last <laughs> remaining team on me, Aka, um, worth £100. 
so good luck tonight. Good, good luck, luck, James. Um, but you're you getting the beers in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can tweet us, and um, we're going to play the promos on how you can tweet us and how to contact us on the chat facility. So please do remember when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, the Eastley preview, and we'll also tell you who next week's studio guest is. And we're quite chuffed about this one, and we think you might be as well. So have a look, listen to this. Wanting to contact the show? Have your say? Well, it's easily done. Our chat facility is brought to you in association with Trade Print Solutions. If you're listening to us on the Spreaker app or website, simply sign in with your Facebook account. It takes just two seconds. Then you can click on the chat facility and talk to us throughout the show. Please remember, send your messages. If we don't read them out straight away, don't worry. We will see them and we endeavour to read out every one we can. So please be part of the show and have your say. I'm waiting, so get your voice heard on the Heed Army podcast, where you can talk about all things Gateshead. That is how you message us on the chat facility and how you tweet us, and we have got a message of congratulations to a listener. And Gateshead fan, Neil Pinkerton, congratulations on yeah. your engagement. Congratulations, Pinks. Uh, yes, as you've started a trend off there, Andrew. You certainly trend have. Trendsetter, what can I say? But yeah, and, um, yeah, so... Uh, Poor lass. Yeah. Oh, why did you say yes? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we're only joking. And Sam Pendleton's put a message. Evening, lads. Bad results away from home uh, against a solid Dover side who look a threatening throughout the whole game. Dover, I'm sure, will be up there at the end of the season, but we have to have any... To, <laughs> But we have to want to have any chance of making the playoffs. We need to do better as than what we did yesterday. Hopefully, we can recover and uh, from this and go again. Aldershot uh, is a winnable game, but Eastleigh look a tough challenge. Now we were just talking about Eastleigh is coming up on Tuesday, seven forty-five kickoff at Gateshead International Stadium. Get there, bring a friend. Um, we noticed that Eastleigh have signed a, well, hell of a player on loan. Uh, scores goals in the league above and. He scored a boatload in this league, and that's Matthew Tubbs is back Matt in the Tubbs, conference. Uh, I think he's only 30-31, and he's still very capable. He's a cracking player. Yeah, he's on loan from good Portsmouth. Yeah, so he's I mean, a good all-round player as well. So uh, that is going to be a tough game. Uh, Eastleigh, uh, at this moment in time, are currently sitting seventh. They're only two points off the playoffs with a game in hand. Um, so, But their form, they have not won in the last six games. Four draws and two defeats. So um, <laughs> that's, that's really made me want a gun now. That's, yeah, uh, that's ending that run. Sod's law, isn't it? Uh, that we're gonna, you know, we don't want to be the team that puts their form back in the green. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but as I say, they've signed a strike at the booster. The, 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 you know, 
what they've got. They've already got James Constable. They've already got Jack Midson. Uh, there's a few other players there that have you know, scored a lot of goals in the conference and League Two. Uh, so it is going to be a tough game. But hopefully, hopefully we can get something out of this. And hopefully Saturday was... I mean, there's a lot of hopefullys there. A lot of hopefullys. Mm. But um, you'd think that hopefully, we <laughs> say it again, that we can get you know back into the game. Really, it's bounced it back, really. You know, it's just when them... It's when we're talking about before we come on the show. We've all been to games where you think, "Oh, may get something here," yeah, and you can you get absolutely stuffed. And it's yeah. it's not the greatest journey home. And I say I got a text from John Young, and I, he said that once with it, the first team we just kind of collapsed, and uh, maybe just a shock to the system being uh, pressured from what for I can make out. I mean, obviously with Eastleigh coming up on Tuesday, do we make changes? Because the team we had out is a strong side, is one of our stronger sides. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of our stronger lineups. Um, who who does he drop? Who can you put blame on certain players from Saturday? Well, I mean, the, the, the Gillies was back in. Was was were we was playing he, was, five in midfield? Was he playing was more he, as a striker? Because was he we fit? Have, yeah, we've been. Well, I'd imagine he was, but we've been playing more four four two system. Did we alternate? If you were anyone that was there, please let us know. Um, yeah, I mean that could have been a factor. We might have changed back to a five, uh, four, five, one, mm-hmm. um, or even four. You know, did we go with two wingers uh, and the striker? It's you know, we'll have to find out. Maybe John Shaw may come back in and bolster a bit of uh, aggro up front at home. We, mm-hmm. We'll just have to wait and find I mean, when, out. When he rang the changes, when Shaw and um, was it Chandler came on with them, by the sounds of it, we played a bit better. Hit the post, I think, if if, if I remember correctly from reading the. Um, update tweets. Yeah, um, as I say, I only seen a couple of them. I was uh, kind of looking at the results and then thinking uh, the score lines as they're coming in, and mm. looking at the rest of the conference and thinking, oh god. But as I say, it's just one game and we, we, first defeat of the year. Yeah, it is, and uh, hopefully we, maybe it'll kick up the backside. You don't know. Sometimes you need one of them. Uh, I just think from, every day you're gonna, every now and again, you, someone's gonna have a blip. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, it is a tough week. And if you're looking, because we've got Aldershot after Eastley as well Nick, on Saturday yeah, coming. Two games That's this week. not going to be an easy yeah. match. Certainly not. Oh, we'll beat Aldershot at home yet, and now we'll keep doing it away. Mm. I'm not actually sure. I'm sure if Phil's listening, he'll probably oh. tell us uh, our statistician, but I think we've got another tweet that's coming. Uh, yep, James Gallon has said, brilliant intro to the show, by the way, lads. Ah, thank you. Um, see, we rebranded. Um, just talking about, um, well, what we I mentioned before we went into the adverts there before, we have got a guest on next week. We have... Jebediah's man. We have father of Andre Bennett, Gary Bennett, of course, former Sunderland captain, former Darlington manager, Man City, Cardiff player. Heaven Town player. Heaven Town player. Of course, we need to put the biggest one in. But he's going to be joining us next week live in the studio, which is going to be absolutely fantastic. Fantastic, uh, good player, and uh, he's got a son playing for Gateshead, and we're going to find out what it's like for him now as a as a father, seeing his son following his footsteps, mm-hmm. and uh, how how he sees him developing at Gateshead. Well, I did uh, send a text into Total Sport on Friday because that's the only day Benno was on, other than when the Sunday games on. That but, yeah. uh, big game for Benno at the weekend, young Benno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, that it, we did find. I don't know if we mentioned last week. We found out that he's on loan at the end of the season well, at Gateshead. Razor didn't know. Nah. And Benno says, hopefully there's uh, there's a chance we can get to extend his loan to the end of the season. No. And Benno says he's already done it. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, there we go. I mean, we'll be, you know, see, we're going to talk to Gary and also ask him any questions as well when uh, he's in next week. So that's so going to be a good, uh, good send one. Send your questions into the week. 
Ah, yes, that'd be yes, good, good thing to, to do. Yes, yeah. any questions? I mean, anything you can think of, and anything that may happen in the next two games as well, you can ask, because I'm yes, at the home games. I don't know if you'll be at the Aldershot one. Hopefully be at the Eastleigh one. We'll be able to talk to him there before. You didn't we'll, see it. I did ask if he was going. Yeah, well, so, yeah. It'd um, be great to have Gary on with us. Um, I've seen him at Tolkien's. He's got some fantastic stories as oh, well. Uh, but the one he didn't turn up for, for James Curtis's testimonial. Can you remember that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. We'll find out why. We'll find, find out, out why. <laughs> Razor, Razor kept getting on the phone. He didn't answer his phone. Did not. Uh, no. Do you answer the phone to Razor? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. He wasn't alone, neither did Ando. Yeah. Right, that's um, right, right. Yes, and also, um FA Trophy draw was made um, a week ago on Monday and there was the, a replay that had to be settled between Halifax and Chester and Neil Aspen's former club came out on top so mm. potentially 90 minutes got away some, from a national semi-final got some breaking news oh I think James Gowan's won his money oh, well, 15 minutes ago it was 2-1 to Barcelona they're 5-1 up now oh, well, there we go well <laughs> So well done, James. Yeah, yes, well, well done. done, James. And you can donate that to the podcast fund. Um. <laughs> I guess. Uh, we're telling you on the way up, wasn't I? There's a lad at work I've been working with. He's a Sunderland fan. And I said to him, I fancy Sunderland to beat Man United. Newcastle to get trounced off Chelsea. I fancied Arsenal to beat Leicester. And I fancied Man City to get beat off Spurs. Uh-huh. Never. No, put it on. I never put it on. <laughs> if I had to put it on, I would have went totally. Well, Braintree let my bet down yesterday. Drawn one, one with Southport. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the results from, from the conference yesterday, not many results went our way. Yeah, well, as I say, it's, it's been inconsistent league, as we've said all year. Oh, that's um, horrible league to bet on. <laughs> yeah, and talking about the league, Sam Pendleton's put very tight at the top of the league, 4th and 11th, only a couple of points in it. Dover uh, have always had a good record against us. Well, we know that. <laughs> Just kind of one of them true, that, one of them bogey sides. Up until a few years ago, Telford were the same. Uh, from my memory, we always had a couple well, of iffy well, games well, against right. them. Um, well, I always seem to do well at their place and then throw it away 10 minutes from time yeah. and then they always used to go up and always got a draw oh. doesn't matter where they were in the league they got a draw oh, that's just, uh, yeah that, uh, there's a few games the FA Cup uh, we did get it against them in a replay but there's a few before that where we've just been absolutely battered by them to be honest um, right um, we're just talking as well um, about things that are going to happen um, we did mention about interviews it looks like we'll be doing uh, get, we'll be getting players on the podcast but it'll be uh, pre-records but we will and we hopefully get them sorted we'll let you know and we'll put it out in good time on Facebook and Twitter for you to send in your questions and um, we'll get things moving along that way and talking about questions it's getting that time the podcast quiz um, as it's been rebranded is now in two halves ah. first half and the second half the, yes pod quiz yeah, the pod quiz. Oh, yeah, well pod done, quiz. well done. I'll leave it to you. Well, 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 I think we might go with the pod quiz, but I've got quiz part one here. Now, the first part of the quiz, um, and as well, it will be, half. the first half will be about the team we're playing next. So it'll be questions related to their players and their Eastleigh. club. Yeah, so yeah. this is an Eastleigh part of the quiz. Is that the first question? 
no, no. And the second part of the quiz later on in the podcast will be about other conference sides and players. Oh, I like that so, idea. Yes. I like that idea. Yeah, so, you see, I, I, I do think about it sometimes. I don't well, just. Uh, not not yeah. all the time. So, <laughs> here we are with part one of the quiz. The first half. The first football half. Right. <laughs> um, Eastleigh Town Manager. Um, no, not Eastleigh Town, the Eastleigh FC. Just Eastleigh. Eastleigh. Um, Colin Todd played how many games for Exeter? Go on. Yeah. I'm going to go for 143. Because I've got no idea. 143 for Andrew. He's still only 34 as well. I have, didn't, he got, didn't he get a bad injury as well? Um, I'll, I'll go on slightly higher. Did you say 154? 143, I said it. I think. Well, I'll, go on, I'll, I'll go on 154 then. 154. I think I might be wrong. Alright, now this one is more going to be a stab in the dark. More than. Oh, more, no, more, no, that makes a change. More, more, than a guess, more than a guess in higher and lower, but um, can you name one of the two newspapers that Ross Lafferty worked for as a semi pro? When he was before he became a professional footballer, he was a semi-pro. Ross Lafferty. Ross Lafferty. What was the question? Sorry. Which two uh, famous newspapers? Or just have to name one of them. Mm-hmm. Did he work for? Um, as a, I think as a print designer. The Eastleigh Herald. No, no, n- national newspapers. Ah, oh, right, okay. Well, national. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for the Daily Telegraph. Telegraph. Algon for the Stun. The what? The stun. The stun. The stun. Right. Um, Dan Harden, um, the left back who's played for, I think it's people Southampton, Nottingham Forest, Millwall, Leeds United, um, played 80, 98 times for Southampton, but how many goals did he score? So in 98 uh, appearances for Southampton. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for nine. Mickey? I was thinking seven, so I'm going to go on seven. Seven. Um, Jack Midson scored 38 goals for Wimbledon in how many games? Ninety-three. Three. Andrew? Um, sorry, I'm just reading a tweet off sorry. James Gold. <laughs> Um, I can't remember the question, so I'm going to go for 36. <laughs> how many goals? How many, how 38 many goals in 36. Oh, right, okay, right. What was the, what was the question? He scored 38 goals in how many appearances for Wimbledon? All right. Um, I'm going to go for 182. 182. Right. Well, we're just going to play an advert for um, the Dave Allen's uh Extra heat uh, quiz quiz merch- get there eventually merchandise oh, merchandise right. merchandise. So we'll be back with you after this, and we'll rack up the scores uh, from quiz part one, and then we'll be uh, going on to more chat. Don't read out the. The extra heat raising money for the club we love. We are currently selling polo shirts, hoodies, and sweatshirts featuring the extra heat logo. Contact Dave Allen on 282. And you're back with us now. And apparently, I said Colin Todd as Eastleigh manager, not Chris Todd. So, well done to James for, that. for spotting that. Yes. Um, right. Let's go. For, oh, I, I tell you what, Mickey. 
Um, how many games oh, did Chris well, Tarrant... Oh, I'm going to lose this week. No, no, this is just part... When you get the scores for part one, how many games did uh, Chris Todd, Chris Todd, that is, play for Exeter? It was 154. You've got it on the dot, on the nose there. So, Mickey, uh, it's one point to, to that you. that wasn't far off, though, if you think about it. Yeah, what... what Mickey, no, you just look, yeah. Uh, Mickey, uh, well, neither of you has got the Ross Lafferty one. He worked at the Independent and the Evening That's Standard in London, which... You know, I was close with the Telegraph. Yeah, but yeah, no, no points there, neither of you. Dan Horden played 98 games, but how many goals did he score? He scored four. So, Mickey, you're 2-0 in front at the moment. So, uh, not doing too bad. Jack Midson scored 38 goals in how many appearances for Wimbledon and it was 126 and Mickey's the no yeah Mickey's the closest with 90 odd with uh, 93 yeah so it's 3 nil at the minute 182 so yes it's 3-0 to Mickey I tell you what you're gonna have to pull it back in the second half of the quiz he might you might Eastley might not have been his forte. Nah. But, uh, yeah. I wouldn't uh, have thought so. Well, yeah. <laughs> and have we, got a, have, we, have we got any more tweets? Uh, yep, my cows tweeted saying, really pleased to hear that the club are working closer with you and players will be coming on the show. Good work, lads. Oh, nice one. Um, Dan Bellis put, uh, can't lie, I was uh, cock-a-hoop when Halifax won in the trophy. Nice local game for me. And so obviously for him to get through yeah. there. Um, Colin Dilbo, at work, can listen to the podcast. I uh, can't listen to the podcast till late. I just want to say there are buses for Halifax and Tramia games. You can get in touch with me via Facebook. That is Colin Dilbo. So if you do want to travel, I'd imagine you can get in touch with him as well on the Heed forums. So please do that. Um, was there another tweet there or not? Uh, just James correcting oh, correctness. you correctness yes. um, Sam Pendleton put even uh, if we miss out on the playoffs if we can get the FA Trophy final uh, that will round off a good season for us uh, and I think next season Aspen will be able to um, add to the squad in the summer and get a promotion challenge going well you know just to put a, you know along them lines I was going to bring up in this part of the show if you think about the summer that we had and the panic and all the, we didn't have a summer off of the podcast <laughs> because of all the news that was going round um, obviously searching for new owners before the Bennett's came in and uh, although things look rosy and positive now back then we were thinking possible demotion were we going to be cannon fodder this year uh, you know if you if you you know go back eight months or seven months just I, listen I, to the I, Phil Turnbull interview yeah mm. You know, players didn't know what was going on, and you know, I think if you know if we can get to the semi-finals, I would be very happy with that. To get the semi-finals of a national cup competition for us, I think would be very good. I'm not trying to look too far forward to the final because it, you don't want to count chickens. Yeah, Halifax, exactly. Yes. Halifax is going to be a very tough game. Um, the, the, you know, they are in good run of form at the moment. You know, they got beat yesterday, but um, you know they're, they're doing well and not to be um, overlooked. When all. when has that game be, been arranged for? Twenty seventh. Is that twenty seventh of uh, February? Yeah. So so it, Cheltenham away has been obviously postponed or rearranged, obviously. Yeah, I would imagine. So going, going down to Cheltenham on Tuesday night. It's another well, long, long trip on a midweek. It is. It is. But um, what what well, I don't. You know, what would you rather have? Would you rather do well in the conference or you know maybe mm. get a point down to Cheltenham? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not saying that we we can't win there, but you know it's just uh, the way things are at the moment. Um, just having a look about, remember you can tweet us, Andrew, how do you do that? At heed underscore army. Yes, so please do that. Um, Andrew, you mentioned something about the FA Trophy earlier on, and people may not know this, but the final is a little bit different this year. Yeah, I mean, it's 
the FA has announced that they're going to join it with the FA Vars for like a kind of non-league day. Uh, and what's it called? What the brand as a non-league day out or football day out or something I'm, like that? I'm not too sure the exact. Which, to be honest, I can see where they're coming from for it, but I'm not a fan of it. Uh, well, just I'm just, just just from uh, say for instance, uh, you know, if we were fortunate enough to get to the final and Grimsby were fortunate enough to get the final, it, uh, <laughs> the selling tickets already. Mm. How do you segregate it? Yeah. You know, we know, I'm not saying this about uh, just Sigmund Grimms because we know that they had some troublemakers at the last game. But to me, it doesn't make very good sense at all. What, what if there's two North East sides get there, mm. which is great. We are, we've got no rivalries, you know, unless it was mm. Blythe, but even then. Yeah. But, I wouldn't be supporting them if I was there. No, yeah. but, but you know, I just don't think... Grimsby uh, would let Grimsby do them. On, yeah, on paper... It would, you know, it does make sense. Let's have a fuller stadium, make it a bigger yeah, event. Yeah. But they're not. Uh, to me, it doesn't. I mean, we've mentioned two things that could happen. Well, I think as Mickey or Andrew mentioned about weather. What if it pours down Absolutely and the second down. game the pitch is tore up? Mm. There's a, there's a, you know, that, that, to me that would spoil it for whoever's in the second mm-hmm. game, whether it's the, the the vase or the trophy. No one deserves to have their their game spoiled. It, you know, for instance, if it did really downpour, right. and it, it could it could happen, hmm. and also there's a segregation problem if they're selling tickets already. But I mean, a lot. If you look at the teams that's coming down from the football league now, they've still got bigger tenses. Mm-hmm. If you if you're at the bottom of League Two, you get relegated. You're not going to get a trip to Wembley anytime soon. No. So the FA Trophy is going to be a good opportunity to have a trip to Wembley to watch your side. Yeah, they take a big away following mm-hmm. to Wembley. That's well. Didn't didn't Grimsby have at least twenty thousand at the well, exactly. at the, the playoff look, final? You know, look back to when Dalton won it. Yeah, how many? Well, what was their tens? They took a canny few down. Certainly did. Um, I just it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's I, like I, you can't fit four uh, different clubs supporters in one stadium. Not to mention the neutrals who support non-league football. That what, kind of thing. What happens if like in the Vars? What happens if you go? I don't know. I don't, what happens if you've got a like a, a team that's based in London? Mm. They're, obviously, they're obviously going to take a bigger mm-hmm. following. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's uh, it just I, seems a bit strange. But I, I can, I see, can on, see where they're coming I, from. You know, like. I definitely see yeah, why. You yeah, know, it yeah. makes it an event. It makes it a non-league day, yeah. non-league FA Cup, isn't it? But yeah. it, 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 to me, it just hasn't been fully thought out. Um, as I say. It, it, you know, it might prove us all wrong. It might be a big, huge success, but mm. fingers crossed, fingers crossed. But I just think with what happened with you know Grimsby, and I just think you know to have that possibility at a final is to me would mar it. I know it's only a, a little few, but you know mm. that that to me would be a, a big question mark. To it's, me. but it, I can't understand why they would do it all of a sudden now. Mm-hmm. Why it's not? not as, it's not as the if, season. Mm. You know, uh, the only thing I maybe think of is the European Championships are coming up. The season ends earlier but, this year. But you, you look at it; it's a. Like, well, not going to have any bearing on the European Championships. Yeah, but it's it? the state, the Wembley being used, isn't it, for certain events and mm. things? So maybe that's something to do with it. Maybe they've took a booking for a, another concert or boxing event. Yeah, you know, it's probably. Um, but you look at it; it's like it's has it. I mean, we've obviously, we've obviously not got that far, um, unfortunately. But has the attendance been really that poor? That they have to uh, I think, do it jointly. I th- maybe because I think the 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 peak of um, the I might be wrong on this one. I might know, but I'm sure it's about six or seven thousand for the Vars final. Well, move it. Yeah, don't have it at Wembley. Mm-hmm. Have it. Have it at I don't know a Premier League ground. I know, but that's taking it uh, yeah, away from the players, you know. And yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah, I understand that, but 
Do, do, do you know where I'm coming from? Yeah, it's I like, know what you mean, but it's... it's, it's yeah. How long has the Vars and Trophy been going for? How long? Mm-hmm. Don't know how long it's well, it's we've, we've, we've got some information yeah. about it, so I mean, I suppose that, that this is more in detail. The FA Vars is first at 12.15. The Trophy is um, th- three hours, uh, four hours later at 4.15. Only more from the North East left in. The Trophy finalists uh, all get behind the goal of the tunnel and the Vars finalists... Yes, all right. So, no uh, neutral section uh, on the second tier. So that's not too bad. But even still, I don't know to have an. I mean, if it goes to extra time, then you're going to have you know four sets of teams fans. I know this. You know, non-league doesn't Mm. have any. But to me, I don't know. It just just feels a bit uncomfortable. Mm. Four sets of fans. uh, But they're selling they're selling tickets already. So how must be only neutral must be available because you couldn't buy for. Mm. You know, it'd be silly to sell tickets for <laughs> who's mm. in what end and things like that. So it must be neutral or, or maybe a, a um, pre, you know, like a, a possibility mm. to pay for. It'll be ticket. interesting if I, I, I don't know if the non-new papers did an article on it. It'd be interesting if they've wrote about it because surely they've got better contacts to see what how they. It's going to pan out and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and why they've done it. Yeah, definitely going to be interesting. Um, if you are just joining the podcast, remember you can download us and um, this is how you do it. Remember, tell your friends. Um, it looks like we're creeping towards that 29,000 mark of listeners. Thank you very much. And um, hopefully we can get more of you interacting and listening. Remember, if you're listening on the move, um, tell whoever's sitting next to you if you're on the bus. Give them your earphone and uh, this is what they'll hear. Make some love. Thanks to our friends at Trade Prince Solutions, you can download the podcast whenever and wherever you like. So if you've just joined the show or you're new to the show and you'd like to listen to previous episodes, what you have missed, fear not, it is so simple to do. You can sign in with your Facebook account on your Spreaker app or on the Spreaker website and click download. Or if you're an iTunes user, you can subscribe to our podcast and after every episode, it will download to your device. So please tell your friends and remember that if you miss us live, fear not, you can hear us anytime, wherever you like. Sylvester Properties is one of the fastest growing estate agents in the Northeast. At Sylvester Properties, they don't just put a board up outside of your house and hope for the best. They are specialists in social media marketing, using an array of online resources to find the best buyer or tenant for your property. As an innovative up and coming company, we know that one size does not fit all, so each of their packages is tailor made to suit your needs and preferences. Whether looking to sell, rent, or invest in a property, Sylvester Properties has the customer service skills, property marketing, expertise, and resources to get you the best results in record time. Contact one of our team on 01207. 262111 or alternatively on 0191 500 5252. 
And that was a message from our friends at Sylvester Properties and also how to download the podcast. Remember, you can do it from iTunes and from the Spreaker website. And um, as I did say in the other uh, promo that we've got about contacting the show, you can do it all the way throughout the show when it is live. Um, simply sign in to Spreaker or with your Facebook account, whether that be on the app or on the Spreaker website. Just sign in with your Facebook account. It doesn't take any of your details. And then you can just click on the show and then there should be a speech bubble appears when we are broadcasting live and you can have your say right the way through. And that is what a few of you have done tonight, but we'd like more. So please do so. Sam Pendleton and Dan Bell are really active tonight on there, but we want to hear from more of you. And um, as I say, I know it wasn't a great result yesterday and people do kind of slow down their thoughts and views. And um, we'd love to know why you love Gated FC and I think we've uh, would like you to message in now with the ha- uh, hashtag love uh, GFC and we can find them easier if you do that or tweet it at us and it would be great to um, know why you love Gator Football Club and of course we're doing that because it's Valentine's Day and um, we've just been looking on the club website there's two things to talk about on there and uh, go on Andrew Um yeah I mean Unfortunately, I've not seen this advertised yet, so it's just happened to come across it before there. Um, the club's actually running a goal of the month competition to see who you want to see for goal of the month for January. Um, we're busy looking to the candidates now, so maybe so we can have a vote to see yes, um, what we think on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just just watching myself at Torquay celebrating Danny Johnson's <laughs> goal there. Um, and also, just go back off this, the club had um, put out a statement today. Um, I'll read it out. Uh, the club are disappointed to announce that Gated A have been removed from the Northern Football Alliance's Bay Plastics George Dobbins League. Oh, that's a mouthful, isn't it? It is. The League Cup. League Cup. After fielding an eligible player in last week's 3 2 win over Granger Park. Granger Park have been reinstated to the competition with immediate effect and will take Gated's place in the quarter finals. The club would like to apologise to supporters who have followed Gated A's journey in the competition. We hope that the team, managed by Mickey Cummins, can continue in fine form they have shown in recent months and the end of this and end the season on a high. Um, comp- comprise chiefly of the gate uh, out of the clubs on ninety. Com- no, comprised. Chi- oh, comprised chiefly of co- <laughs> of the of the clubs under nineteen players. Gate today are currently sixteen points clear at the top of the Alliance's third tier. Well, uh, so. unfortunate. It happens to it happens to a lot of clubs. Mm. Uh, just, but um, as I say, at least they're still doing well in the league, and um, hopefully they can go on to win that championship and um, you know add the gated silverware at that level because they do very well, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I have got some, obviously we mentioned it to Richard on the podcast last week. We have got some very promising youngsters in the side, haven't we? Yeah, playing tomorrow. Um, because he I'll said on Wednesday. Ah, right, well, we'll shop, find out. Because um, um, Neil Smith came in to buy a suit office on Monday. Ah. And he, he only found out on Monday that the, the match wasn't on at Chesley Street. Ah, yeah. It was on at the stadium. Yeah. Um, um, so uh, if I hadn't have told him, he would have went, went to Chesley Street. <laughs> just, just as well. Um, uh, remember, you, that would still like you to message us on here. Um, it'd be great to hear from you tonight. Um, remember, as I say, I mentioned before, do share the podcast. We want to reach far and wide. Um, there's two games this week that we want you to um, like preview. What do you think that's going to happen? Also, the love for why you love Gated Football Club. And we have a tweet here. Uh, yes, 
James Gallner says, I love it when the fans sing a little respect. Hashtag love GFC. There we go, yeah. So um, there's one of them. So if, if, what is what do you love about Gated Football Club? Let us know. Oh, and Mickey, what do you love about Gated? You've followed them for too long. <laughs> 30 years. This year. Um, it's, it's hard to put in a few words. It's just... Since I stopped, I just I went to watch them. Played well, and since then I've just I mm. just kind of get it. it it's it, yeah. It, it's like it's, it's, twi- it's, me, it's it? just twenty years for me on yeah. uh, in November, and I, I was thinking the other day, what, what was it that made us come back? Because it was a boring nil nil draw the first game, uh, but um, someone brought us back, and unfortunately they stuck with us, and I'm stuck with them. I've met a lot of people I call good friends at the match and yeah I think that's where I would put, uh, put friendship and uh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah and the laughs um, we, I mean people most people said it and, before uh, you've heard people say oh we are family so yeah. that's what it is yeah, that's but, what well, also, is. also as well I mean for me as well I, I, for years we're the underdog and I still find it hard that we're one of non-leagues I'm not going to say big boys, but we're one of the established clubs in the top mm. tier now, and it's mm. it's. I still find a lot it hard of teams to, see us as a team to beat now. Yeah, I still find that hard to comprehend a little bit at times, mm. or like to accept. I still think of us as the underdogs when we're you know, we'll come up against the the Luton Towns and we you know and people like that and, and the Wogans, yeah, mm. Wigan Wanderers. And I remember sitting in Gator Stadium. I mean, Wigan Wanderers had a fantastic team. In the company where the double header would play Merthyr Tidville on the Saturday and would play Wickham on the Sunday. Um, and there was a, over a thousand there. And 800 of them were Wickham fans. <laughs> uh-huh. On a Sunday afternoon. And mm. I mean, we should have beat them that day. They would kick Lammy and go through the game. Mm-hmm. But it was the uh, another thing is the fact that when you're going to wear. You know, we sell David. We used to go and wait like places like Marine and Bama Bridge. We'd be standing in the bar and we'd be having a big crack on with all the lads and yeah. all the players. And they all, all knew us. And the come, we used to come over. What you think of day? And I remember John Young saying to Proudy, he had a hopeless game the day. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Do you think so?" He says, oh, "I says I could have played better than you did." We've got a message from the lovely Trish Wilson. We haven't heard from our while. We hope she's well. She's put, as you know, I'm a new fan. Love the community feel and friendship, and feeling proud when they are playing well. It's definitely second. Mm. I definitely say that. I mean, it's 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 unique. I think. I mean, anybody sheep follow, you know. That's what I call Newcastle and Sunderland fans. They're just sheep. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, Lawrence tweets saying, "I read lads, different cry out." <laughs> oh, you know what I mean. And I, I think uh, she's jealous. Oh, she's right. jealous. Uh, just, just, just a little side note. Don't cry over ice cream that's been eaten either. Long. <laughs> um, right. Uh, uh, I've got something to tell you. By the way, Andy brought in mine. We're just editing. We knew yeah. you were waiting for it. We just scrammed it on on purpose, didn't we? Yeah. yeah so it's a side note. If anyone's listening, don't realise what it's about. It's, I'm uh, had flakes. Yeah. Uh, Andrew at <laughs> Lauren's stash of ice cream. Um, Where was then? Had to be eaten, didn't it? It did. It did. Uh, that's what it's for. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And also. I think for myself and Mickey about the love uh, for Gated and why we do. I think we've been through, been there a little bit longer and been through the the downs, the downs and the ups. We're, we've been through thick, thin and bloody anorexic, basically. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably one of the things. But we want to hear why you love the club and keep them coming in. Uh, no matter how long you've supported. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter about it's. It's not about how long or uh, how. much I don't it's Mickey Scully's yeah. fault for me. And the one about fixtures there, was there anything about there when there was yes, a Yes, uh, reserves next fixture is this coming Wednesday away to Grimsby. 
Oh, well, that'd be an interesting one. wonder if any first-teamers are in that. And then in, in case anyone wants to go to a reserve game, because I, I think it's great crack. Like, yeah. it's, obviously, not many people show up, but free of charge. Um, I, I'm led to believe, is that still right? The last game the home was, matches, yeah. 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 Um, the next home one reserve match is not County on the 1st of March. Now, on a Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Get yourselves along. So it's... Well, keep, find, an eye, keep an eye on the yeah. website. It's normally Chesley Street, but I think if it's poor weather, they normally have it at the stadium. So yeah. keep an eye on the website. We will keep an eye out for that. Well, it's time for part two of the quiz. This no, one's no, no. the pod quiz. Coming on, yeah. Pod quiz, and this one is more about teams and players around the National League. Um, right to you. So just get the quiz background music on. And I'll get the pen out of your mouth so you can hear us better. <laughs> Cheltenham Town were founded in what year? 1923 1923 Mickey I'll go younger I'll go sorry I'll go older than that I'll go for 1907 1907 right what is the stadium capacity of Hague Avenue Southport's ground Southport's ground that's a good one oh jeez Um. I'm going to go for 5,106 below us I'm going to go oh wait did we finish last season we finished last season <laughs> I'm trying to rack my brains where we're finished didn't we didn't we about mid table when we finished yeah. mid table I'm going to go Chester finished 14th yeah. I was going to say 13th or 14th I went 14th I went 14th I went 15th 15th I was going to go 14th alright Walken's capacity is 6,036 but how many of that is seeded Right. Um, uh, Walking to just one big stand, and for the seated, and then there's it, it, a few seats along the side. I'm um, off the top of my head. I'm gonna go this 830 seats. 830 seats, Mr. Barris. I remember reading an article years ago in the I think, I think non-league magazine oh, what is it like, I'll say I'll say 1500 but I'm sure it's somewhere around 2200 yeah I think it's small I think I've got I'll say 1500 but uh, I think it's somewhere around 2200 right, well, I might be wrong altogether. Like. Well, let's, let's remember you're 3-0 up from the first half oh, Mickey. Um, that doesn't mean that <laughs> well I can tell you now Cheltenham Town have been around for 129 years and they were formed in 1887 so Mickey you were the closest it's 4-0 it looks like he's won this yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's hope, hope yet yeah, Andrew and um, what is the stadium capacity of uh, Hague Avenue it is 7,000 so Mickey you're the closest with 8,095 oh. so it's 5-0 uh, it's a mm. phew, bit of a drubbing um, and what 
position did Chester finish last year? They finished 12th, so Andrew, oh, yes. it's 4-1, and 5-1, uh, sorry, 5-1, <laughs> and uh, what is this, um, the capacity of Woken's ground is 6,036, what is the seated, capac- uh, seated of that? It is 2,500, yeah. so wow, mm. I tell you what, it's, uh, was that, let's have a look. 2,500. So Mickey's the Dover, and I'm the Gator. Yes, yes, I'm you are. <laughs> I, I was Chelsea, you were Newcastle. Yeah, so that was, oh, I was that Liverpool, you were Villa. It was 6-1 to Mickey there, so uh, yeah, a bit of a... Yes, I think when you, you need to get a whistle for the first half, and then... Oh, and good it, thinking, good thinking ah yes work in progress uh, Mick, Mick Scully has put uh, it's my fault why you don't support Manchester United is it <laughs> if it's my fault why you don't support Manchester United uh, love the optimism what could possibly be uh, when following Gator so yeah mm-hmm. yeah you've got to be optimistic and uh, oh Trish is just trying to get a, get a date you know of us I think we're being Valentine's Day because I love the podcast too it's great for the fans even missing Vera for you I'll let you know Oh, well, that's good, I didn't it? even know Vero was back on. Oh, I love Vero, I mean, yeah, great, great programme. Shows the Northumberland countryside. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I thought they about the singer, though. Yeah. We've got... <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan Bell has put, uh, been a hell of a journey for me as a Gated fan. We'll always remember going up to my family in the northeast on a Friday night checking teletext for matches the following day and deciding on Gateshead. Really enjoying my day, despite only managing a 1-1 draw with Cambridge United back in September 2011 and wanting to come back. Uh, been hooked ever since, and I uh, may not be from Gateshead, but I've been a proper, I've made some proper friends at the matches and not been treated any differently than, uh, by anyone else. That's my... Uh, that's why I love hashtag Gator GFC. Good comment, so, Dan. Yeah, um, fantastic. Thank you, Dan, for that. And um, Sam has put a suggestion for the podcast podcast quiz. E- if either Mickey or Andrew manage to get an answer spot on, uh, they should get an extra point. I agree. Ooh. I think that's just because Mickey got one on straight away. That, that's where oh. it is. Yeah. See, it's, after Crook last week, you see, I was a bit coy. With 154. Mm. I didn't realise you've uh, you've done that twice in a row. <laughs> he's got two answers absolutely spot on, hasn't he? Mm. And now the the what he called the Frank Clark had got through reading Brian Clough's autobiography, by the way. Ah, oh, well, there we go. Well, um, as I say, you can get um, photos uh, on a match day from Neil Smith's and uh, have a look at it. You'll see him at in the bar before the game but you can go to neilsmithsportsphotography.com this is how you do it and also remember um, we may only be halfway into the month but the beginning of next month is the quiz at the Grey Nags Head and we're going to play the advert for that as well Do you want to own memories from Gated FC matches? Then visit neilsmithsportsphotography.com You will find photos from previous seasons as well as the current one available or for purchase just £2 per image or £15 for 10 Are you a Gated fan? Are you a brain box? Do you love a quiz? If so, get to the Green Ags Head on the first Thursday of every month for the Gated FC Supporters Club meeting and quiz. Quizmaster Tenerife Dave will have your brain absolutely puzzled with some of his belting questions. So get along, that's the first Thursday of every month at the Green Ags Head on Gated High Street. It's the place to be if you're a Gated fan and you can come along and meet more Gated fans and get involved in the Gated family. So get along to the quiz and meeting on the first Thursday of every month at the Grey Nags Head. 
hello there. Sorry, I think we went off air there. <laughs> so I do apologise. Um, but we are back and we've got um, about nine minutes left of the podcast. We'd still love to hear why you love Gated FC, with it being Valentine's Day after all. And, um, I think that's my fault. It went off there. there. I was yeah, watching Messi's penalty online. <laughs> yeah, see, someone slowed down the internet because he wanted to see if Lionel Messi, what Lionel Messi's goal was like. Um, but still time to to message us and uh, people have been doing it on the chat facility all night and um, Sam Pennantless but started coming to the games at the Heat games three years ago and just loved coming for the atmosphere and supporting my local team best moment was the playoffs against Grimsby and I uh, tried to get the most of the home games to cheer them on well that's just how it starts it starts a one game doesn't it mm-hmm. and um, you end up getting hooked so yeah one of the things that really really Started me was going to away games. Oh, yeah, uh, I went to Boston. That was my first away game, and there was only a minibus full. It was like David Steele, John Steele, Ian Mearns, a fair few others, and some of the characters are going away. I mean, yeah, I mean, still, still now you meet uh, them. Oh my god! Only, <laughs> only from Gateshead, you could say. Oh yeah. Um, my first game away game was Steelybridge Celtic in the League Cup and I think it was the game where Justin Robson broke his oh, leg right. mm. um, it was a horrendous game Darry, I think Gary Twynham scored in that goal at that game Gary uh, Twynham Gary Innes Gary Innes ah yeah there was, there, was, there was some names in that team it was the relegation season uh, mm. yeah it was yeah it was uh, so aye. my first away game was the season when Darlow's first season in the conference and I think we got hammered. I just I, the, I can't really remember the match, but I remember being in the bar. Um, obviously it's in the in the arena. Um, it's like underneath the stadium. Yeah. And full of Gateshead fans, full of Darlow fans, and they just used to charge Gateshead fans whatever they like for drinks. And I, I remember because I went to the bar, got three beers, and it, it came to like nine quid. Two like. After that, my dad went to the bar, got three drinks, cost 15 quid. Then my brother went to the bar, three drinks, cost six quid. So it's, they just, he said, charge whatever they like. Christ, that's... Yeah. And look at them now. Look at them now! We went to the... We went to Talent the Darlow, that was uh, Jackie and That was when Mick, who lives doing in Newport, I think he lives now, mm-hmm. when he fell asleep on the train and ended up in Berwick. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of right old skin for that. Day. I think my favourite dollar trip was definitely New Year's Day. John Shaw was the last minute winner. I was at work. Yeah, I was actually I was, at work I was that day. I feel uh, like I was there because the amount of times I've seen the goal on YouTube. Yeah. Because, wait, that goal because you've done you've done the commentary for it. <laughs> well, no, it's just if you go on YouTube and have a look at John Shaw's last minute goal, yeah, yeah, see how Dave Thornton, Dave, Dave Simon Pride, uh, yeah, um, and then Razor doing an unbelievable commentary. Yeah, it's uh, iconic. It's all. They think it's on the pitch, don't they? Yes. they, they think it's I like that over. one. Uh, Wembley, Wembley, Wembley. Ticker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yes, aye. It's fantastic, that one. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to get a, a DVD made of that one. Mm. <laughs> all, all the great comedy. Speaking moments. of DVDs, I came, when I was going a few, through a few boxes the other day, I came across the 7 2 Away to Wrexham DVD ah. that the club done. Didn't know what the hell he was gonna call it. <laughs> I was I was worrying there myself. I, I was, was worried. I bet Richard was absolutely quivering. <laughs> <at all. laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, it'd be nice if that could happen again. Maybe some classic matches because they're all being recorded in the past. I few mean, years. Um, obviously when David Kenny used to do the um, recording, he thought he was, uh, talked about that for a bit, but nothing. 
give a yeah, game he's of still, he's still got all the Wembley footage. It'd be nice to I get know it. He's told me that if players who's left since has asked David to put highlights up for them as a CV. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'd be nice if we could get like a, maybe a documentary of that made, you know, just a little intro from the fans and mm. interviews with some players would be good, wouldn't it? It'd be brilliant. I mean, Didn't, oh, Dimdy, what you've done last... Uh, I came across that YouTube video and I'll... Oh, no, no. Like, so, what do you think of Brian Wake? Does he look like a pirate? <laughs> <laughs> he did look like a pirate, though. He would, uh, I'd like some of the older games as well, because yeah. there's a lot of... Them. Old VHS tapes knocking around to the yeah. old gated games against Hales Owen and Buff and and Sean Hamilton has put my first game was Telford uh, was Telford when we won uh, the playoffs and remember the fans were all singing all the way f- uh, through the game uh, got such a buzz it kept me coming back yeah it was a good game awesome. that was my second team I went to the semi final before that the Tottenham Southport yeah. most boring match I ever won nils each oh yeah and then. I got I got lost in the Telford game because obviously it was that busy. Couldn't find me brother anyway, so I just stand here on the clothes line. My God, that got me. Yeah, I was crying too much during that game. Well, what you can I got talking uh, a few years back to a, a lad from Buxton. And he says uh, they played all the kids when we beat them five now. To oh yeah, this to is to try to avoid we. Uh-huh. He says we ended up getting through. He says I've never went to. Up to a, a, a final in a uh, like a major game like that's so pessimistic in yeah. my life. <laughs> <laughs> he says we're going up here. He says we're going to get smashed. <laughs> I can still remember Chris Gates' goal on that one. That was a good, hell of a play. Brassy's Brassy's finish was absolute quality that day. Yeah. As well. Hey, happy memories, happy memories. Well, it's nice to finish the podcast on uh, a high note, but I'll tell you what, we're going to read out one more message and then we're going to leave the podcast till next week. And remember, we have Gary Bennett as our studio guest. Hopefully, we'll have one or two, uh, maybe a club interview in there as well. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But James M. Gowden's put my first ever football game was Newcastle at home to Gated in the pre-season in 1996. The next game, uh, the Heed, I randomly saw them at Horde, <laughs> Howden Colliery Welfare, remember that game, in 2004-ish. And my uncle, who likes watching FA Cup VARs and non-league games, uh, didn't see them again until 2011 against Hebben in the FA Cup. Hey, I tell you what, ladies, he likes to keep it uh, spaced out. <laughs> and went to the odd game after that, but didn't become a regular until the end of the playoff season, and I'm hooked uh, been hooked since then well James it's a pleasure to have you on board oh, it is, uh, and uh, remember drag, Holden. drag your friends along Owen mm. was a good deal yeah and God rest their goalkeeper because he made uh, some fantastic s- saves speaking of dragging friends along I'm doing that this weekend um, going to bring a few of the lads to the corporate on at Aldersh- oh, against uh, Aldershot nice one so I'm going to be wind and dined oh well see if you can get a couple so, of drinks off Richard and Julie oh don't worry I will oh, from, good, from good. the free bar from the free bar <laughs> Well, there you go. That's, that's how it's done. Well, you can go around saying I'll get you a drink. <laughs> <laughs> anytime anyone tries, to, anyone, anytime anyone tries to sit up, it's on me. It's on, just, keep, just keep your wallet in your pocket. Um, so, on a happy note, considering we got beat four 0 yesterday, let's hope we can get some results this week and um, get yourself down to the stadium on Tuesday because I know Tuesdays are aren't the oh, best attended. Yeah. And, attended. Um, remember, wrap up warm, oh, and yeah. um, it's going. It should be a good game. And hopefully, thirteen pairs of socks, fourteen yeah. pairs of trues. <laughs> so if you see Mickey walking like John Wayne that's why um, so we'll see, we'll see you next week and thank you for listening bye bye before you drive the all new Nissan Rogue you gotta ask yourself how rogue are you gonna go we talking find your spirit animal in the desert rogue build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue or take the long way home just because kind of rogue just a question but with five available drive modes you're sure to find the answer 
Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods.